Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, Thursday, the 16th of February. Sunshine all over the valley until tomorrow. I hear there's nothing but rain coming, but what do we do here? The physical delivery of gold and silver. So easy. Call us, 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Arlene is in today to take your phone calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order. Go check us out online as well. Go to allamericangold.com. Peruse that website. Go look at the products. Point and click. It's that easy, and we guarantee you order it, you'll receive it. Real easy. And then get the news to disturb the comfortable. We don't tell you what to think. But, of course, we give you something to think about. And all that thinking is done, and all of that information is brought to you by one guy. He's a second-generation owner of this company, the Patriot Trading Group. His name's Joe Jaquin. He's the man who invests the time and grinds it out daily, reading line by line the information to keep you in the know. Joe Day four, how are you, man? What a week it's been. What an incredible opportunity that has been going on here in the gold markets. Uh, obviously, yesterday. Yesterday was fun. It was fun. It was yeah, fun it was to be busy fun, again, fun, fun to have the phones ringing again, and obviously uh, even better when we're able to provide the opportunity uh, that we've been providing for for so, so many years, historically low pricing. Uh, you look at gold, gold and silver up again today. Uh, again, all of these reports, stagflation rearing its ugly head all over the place. Uh, the Federal Reserve, Janet Yellen, was testifying in front of Congress, was on the defensive yesterday, uh, trying to, you know, we want all the credit, but none of the blame. We had another retailer go under yesterday. In the another one in the sporting goods sector. This was a uh, a Midwest company, uh, MC Sports, sixty-eight locations out of business, going out of business. Everybody's going to be laid off, uh, and. Uh, kind of like the the living dead in the retail industry and and, and you just kind of wonder how the how, how all of this is going to play out we had a bunch of economic data again today we'll we'll go through all of that uh and then we'll we'll really talk about where we think things are headed how how all of this is going to play out how long is the Federal Reserve going to hide behind uh, the phony data uh, and really kind of see what, what's going to happen, not just, you know, from a macro standpoint and, and not just solely from an, an economic standpoint when you think about the vast majority uh, of Americans and where the wealth resides. Right, you think about uh, really have a, I guess a rarity where you have stocks and gold running together. Uh, but you know, really, and people don't want to talk about it. You know, gold and silver beat stocks last year. Gold and silver are beating stocks again this year, and they're going to continue to do so. But one of the reasons why stocks are at least still rising for right now 
is because they know the economy is not very good. And I know that's hard for people to understand. They're like me. They don't believe the Federal Reserve is really going to do a whole lot because there's really not a whole lot they can do. And, and really, if you, if you get away from the headline, and if you get away from the cheerleading, it's almost like uh, if you watch CNN, they are going to slant everything to the left. And if you watch Fox, they slant everything to the right. Well, when you're talking about finance, Okay, and you're talking about the idiot box, the CNBC and and Fox News and Bloomberg. I mean, there's three different channels at 24-7 all about it. And so they slant it to what? They slant it to be as positive as possible. So one of the things they love to do now is give you just a headline. Right? Just a headline without any detail uh, underneath the headline. And the, and the reason is really simple, because the detail underneath it, it's kind of like a car, right? If you had it and, and you, you, you took it to the car wash and you had it all buffed and you had it, and you, you vacuumed it out and you shampooed the carpets and you did all that stuff, but you didn't do anything to the engine. The outside kind of looks nice, but then when you look under the hood, right, well, the the fuel pump's going, the starter's going, the battery's going, right? The radiator's got a hole in it. The whole thing's kind of a wreck, and it's held together really by artificial stimulus, manipulated data points that they try to fit into these economic models that they just simply, you know, they're academics. Right? They're not business people. Janet Yellen never owned a business. Right? Janet Yellen, quite honestly, has done nothing but, what, be a government worker her whole entire life. That's all she's ever done. Now, there's a few there, a few that have done something else, but the vast, vast majority of these people, that's all they've done. They went to school. They're highly educated. They they were a professor at some prestigious university, and now they're sitting on the Federal Reserve. And they're trying to tell us that they know how business works, and they know how to make it work, and they can make the country grow, and they can do all this stuff. They have no experience doing any of that. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Double J and the Love Patriot Patriot Radio News Hour. It's Thursday. I'm already got to be retrained some days. Uh, phones are already ringing, so let's let's just get right to it. Okay. Once again, we, we've had this really now historic historic drop in premiums, and uh, we've been. Selling $20 gold at prices never before seen a premium, never seen, at least by by us in 21 years as a company operating in these markets. Uh, today, we've got another 100 
maybe even 125 somewhere around that range, somewhere between 100 and 125 $20 liberties, okay, 1866 to 1907, bunch of dates, a lot of great material. They're $1,295. Gold's up another 10 bucks, And really, from when we were on the we started on the air yesterday to today, it's up about almost, what another fifteen bucks from this time yesterday. Gold's twelve hundred and forty-two dollars right now. So when you talk about uh, twelve hundred and ninety-five, it's fifty-three dollars over spot. That's it. And outside of yesterday, outside of yesterday. I can guarantee you that's the lowest premium in the 14 years I've worked here. Hands down. But here's the thing. They're going to liquidate this thing quickly. Right? The 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 largest wholesaler in the world, I you know, I if you had, did miss yesterday's show, they called us late Tuesday afternoon and they had made a decision they're going to end this uh, excess inventory problem. They dropped their premiums. I've dropped my prices. And and I would say probably, now, you know, tomorrow, we got a show tomorrow, and then Monday's the holiday. So Monday's President's Day, we're closed. The markets are closed. So by the time we get back here on Tuesday, we'll see. But my guess is these premiums are going to move back into much, much more normal ranges, really, when you think about it. A normal premium on a $20 gold piece, probably like $150 over spot. So when you think about, hey, it's 53 bucks, and by who knows what it, how low it could go by the time the market's closed today, you know, you're, you're, you're buying... Not only are, are you buying legal, lawful, constitutional tender, the exact type of gold that we recommend because we think it's it's non-confiscatable. The government says it's a collectible. Right? And remember, you go back to 1933, that was the only gold you could keep. And you're saving essentially $100 an ounce. It's incredible. 800-951-0592. Don't let... I mean, really, you know what? And I said yesterday, I said... I don't want to say it's never going to do that again, right? Because obviously it did it here. But it this is the first time this has happened in 21 years. And I think about how many times, and Homer will tell you, because Homer's been here, this is your fourth year? Beginning of fourth. How many times have we come out on the air and said, we don't have this, and they're out of that? And there's none of these available. Or right. it's been six months since we presented those. Right, yeah. right. I haven't run this product in, in a year, right? That's what you normally have. It's kind of nice to get one of these, isn't it? It's, I mean, it, I, I, it, it's nice. The phone rings. People are buying. I mean, this is, this is really a, a great situation. And you know what the rare part is? It's gold rallying. Gold's been running all year. Of course, we said that we've been. We're at the end of December. We are trying to tell you get in, get in, get in. You know, 
I didn't know this. You know, silver's up almost 14% year-to-date. That's surprising to me. It seems like it's been a, a, a silent climb. You know, there's not a lot of hoopla around it, you know? Well, silver back above $18.15. Anyway. $18. Uh, like I said, uh, gold at $1,242. Uh, so make sure uh, you take the time and, and, and put some away. I know uh, already the... The phones are busy. Uh, like, like I said, we had about 100 to 120 of these available this morning. Uh, make sure you take the time. Here's the nice part. Unlike yesterday, okay, unlike yesterday, because remember yesterday I told you you needed either to pay for it that day or send me a check overnight. This one, this is normal shipping times. You can drop a personal check in the mail uh, if you want to. Put it on a credit card. Obviously, you pay the credit card fee, but the credit card fee, so it's only like an extra 25 bucks. So it's still an incredible opportunity. Uh, U.S. $20 lives, $1,295. 800-951-0592. Like I said, a lot of economic data out today. So it's Thursday. We had first-time jobless claims. This is a number for the last, what, two or three years, I've been telling you, really has no more significance anymore. This is how much the jobs market has changed in 10 years. Used to be, if you got hired, you were an employee of that company. I mean, there were temp agencies out there, but it wasn't that prevalent. And it was really isolated to what? A few specific areas, usually very low-level skill set jobs. Right? And maybe uh, around tax time, some accounting jobs, some, you know, seasonal stuff. But now... The workforce has changed significantly. Part-time jobs used to make up just a sliver of the jobs. And part-time jobs were for people that really, truly wanted to what? Work part-time. You know, maybe, you know, most of it was what? Students. Right, hey, I go to school, I just need some spending money. Or maybe it was... Uh, Mom, well, hey, I want to do a little work while the kids are at school. Now, when you, so if you lost one of these jobs back in the day, you got to file for unemployment. Today, 94% of all the jobs created since the Great Recession, I love how they say that. By the way, we're still in that. Don't be fooled are part-time, temporary, contract jobs. These are jobs that if you lose that job or the job ends, you don't get to file unemployment benefits. You know, and one of the things, this has been a huge boon for businesses, and a lot of people, of course, how do they spin it? Oh, I, I like the freedom. 
right? I I like the hours. I work when I want. Don't we? Right? That's how they how they like to describe it. Oh yeah, these millennials. That's what they really like. Of course, it's not millennials, right? The jobs aren't going to the twenty-five to fifty-four-year-old. Most of these jobs are going to what the people in their sixties. A lot of seniors. That that's a high number of who those jobs are going to right now. You know, one of the things that you were saying um, a, a moment ago about part-time jobs and what they used to be. Just think about this though. Back in the day, and I'm going to go to 70s, 80s, 90s. If you were an adult male providing for his family, to say you had a part-time job was embarrassing. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, but if it was your only source of work, you know, then you did what you did, but you didn't go telling everyone. People today wear like a pin of of accomplishment. Oh, I got a part-time job. Why? Because I I like to be in a think tank. (laughs) I like to be in a think tank, and I like to be creative. In other words, I like to play a lot of online games. Okay? And they don't want to get a full-time job because it'll mess up their subsidies that they receive from the government. Well, you know what? Part of that, too, you're right. We do. There's no doubt. There there is a... That's another growing segment, which is the growing segment of, hey, I only can work this much. I only can work this much before I start losing, you know, my assistant. Now, a lot of it, now think about where the the job growth is occurring. It's occurring in the seniors. They don't want, and rightfully so, listen, they can't afford to get their Social Security check docked. So they only can work. A few hours, hours 20 week. hours a week, right? Right, that's the standard number there. But what's, what's also amazing when you look at uh, the job market and people going out to jobs, if you go to an agency or a recruiter, a recruiter, one of the things that they need to know now, okay, when they're vetting you to send you out to one of their clients is, are you on subsidies? Uh, can you only make so much? Because if that's the case, I'm not sending you on an interview, not to one of my clients. They're looking for people. Or they are, maybe you're the perfect one because you know what these these people don't want to have anybody work for twenty hours. I mean, a week. if it's a full time yeah, career position, yeah, right. obviously they're not going to send somebody who has a mindset that they don't want to lose their subsidies. So I want you to think about this. So the number was out, and I guess I should two hundred thirty nine thousand jobs. People fire. I'm sorry, two hundred thirty nine claims. Two two hundred thirty nine thousand first time unemployment claims. And they're, they're so proud of this number because it's the standard bearer used to be 300,000. This is how sick our economy really is today. Because really, if you want to believe that the economy is, is doing great, then there's no way jobless claims could be this low. But this is how things have changed. This is why 95 million people aren't in the workforce. This is why 94% of all jobs created are part-time temporary jobs. And this is why there's no economic growth. But all of this, and this is how numbers can lie to you. 
Is this number seasonally adjusted? It is. Is it historically low? I mean, these are numbers that we saw in the 70s. There was 100 million less people working, or working, 100 100 million less people in the country in the 70s. Of course, now what happened to those 100 million people? Where did they go? Tell you exactly where they are. They're collecting Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and 95 million of them aren't in the workforce. And then you start really thinking about what it is that's happened to this country economically, and you start thinking about all the debt. You know, 1971, there's only $400 billion in national debt. We, $400 billion, if we, if we only went into debt, $400 billion in a year, they would throw a party for themselves. Look at what we did. I'm the best president ever, right? Barack Obama, when the deficit was $460 billion or whatever it was. I'm so good. Look at what I've done. The bubble is bursting. How soon until they realize it? Patriot Radio News out. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, the conservative pro-family broadcast of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a leading voice for the sanctity of life, traditional education, the Constitution, and American sovereignty. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Four workers who recently retired from the city of Loyalton, California, just saw their promised government pensions cut by 60% with the arrival of the new year. This was the first time that the California Public Employees Retirement System, known as CalPERS for short, has punished a city by cutting the pension payments to its workers. CalPERS took this action because the city had declined to continue to make costly contributions into the CalPERS system. Most government pension systems are not fully funded by past contributions, but require new funding in order to honor promises to retired workers. When cities or counties stop contributing to the pension system, then payments to retired workers may decrease. The city of Loyalton is not the only town that has dropped out of the CalPERS pension system, so more cuts may lie ahead for other retired workers in California. Up to 100 cities have dropped out of CalPERS due to its ongoing demands for contributions. Retired government worker John Cousins explained that the cut to his pension payments reduced him to receiving only $1,523 per month, which is difficult to live on in California. Unfunded liabilities is the term economists use to describe promises made without the money to pay for them. Well, California has $241 billion in unfunded pension liabilities. In Illinois, another liberal state, the unfunded pension liabilities more than doubled from $42.2 billion in 2007 to $111 billion in 2015. That occurred despite how the contributions by the state had nearly quadrupled during the same period. While this crisis is worse in several liberal states, even oil-rich conservative states like Texas are facing similar problems. Four of the worst 12 cities in the entire country in terms of their size of the unfunded pension liabilities are located in Texas. Dallas, for example, has an unfunded pension liability that is more than five times its annual operating revenue. 
This issue is the death knell of many states. You would be wise to look into your state's pension systems and liabilities. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. On the blog at PSEagles.com, you are invited to take a stand against those who would mock traditional values, slander America, or try to redefine the family. PSEagles.com is your site to speak from the heart, ask questions, and get honest feedback. Won't you join the conversation at PSEagles.com? Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Wasn't it, Kennedy? Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. That was John F. Kennedy, right? Wasn't that Kennedy? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna just read to you Janet Yellen's testimony in front of Congress yesterday. It's truly sickening. Now, I mean, we have a sickness. And the sickness is simple, which is what? We want somebody else to do it for us. And even when they do it and it's wrong, they still take credit for it. Federal Reserve Chairman Janet Yellen. And I love this. this they say Republican criticism. So the Democrats weren't criti- criticizing her? Well, that's what they're uh, happy I mean, to believe with that, right? that statement. It was just the Republicans that are unhappy? Criticizing the central bank's efforts to boost the economy and repeated her warning that proposals to rein in the Federal Reserve could compromise its independence. You should have never have had it to begin with. You know, I think it should be really simple. We're going to go back, and we're going to look at your track record. And let's see how good you were at actually telling us what was going to happen in the economy. And then you start looking around, and you realize, you're not very good at it at all. Right? That's like, it's almost like, having your teenage child okay and you decide hey we're going to leave you at home mom and dad are going to go out and we're going to leave you at home and we're going to trust that you do the right thing and you come back right the place is a wreck none of the dishes are all over the place right the room's a mess looks like there was 30 people there The next time you decide, you know what, we're going to give you one more chance. Maybe, and maybe, most parents wouldn't, but maybe you give them one. I'm going to give you another chance. You leave them at home, you, you go out, you come back, the place is a wreck. <laughs> right? Stuff everywhere, things are broken. What would you do? Uh, yeah, not leaving you at home anymore. Right? Sounds like a... Yeah, you, you need a little supervision. Sounds like a bad teen movie. House right? party at my house. Mom and dad's out of town. Right? You'd go like, hey, uh, yeah, I think we need a little supervision over here. 
And this is these guys. They're a bunch of teenagers. They have no real life experience. None. Unless they read it in a textbook. They haven't predicted a single thing. Not one of them. Go all the way back. We created this monstrosity in 1913. You know, and I've been saying this a lot, but I love it. Can anybody name me any type of crisis of the 1800s? A housing crisis, a stock market crisis, uh, any t- inflationary crisis, right? They didn't exist. By 1929, they created a Wall Street crash. You know what they blame that on? Is the the Federal Reserve Governor of New York died. And the market lost confidence. <laughs> See, it was because of them. Again, this is how they met. Because of them, it was great. And the guy just happened to die. Strong happened to die, and that's what did it in. Then the Great Depression, they didn't see it coming. The crash of the 80s, didn't see that coming. The tech bubble, right? The housing crisis, they didn't see any of them coming. Remember Ben Bernanke, we played him here. I think we played him here for like a year because it was so funny. It was August, and the economy had already fallen apart. He was on TV talking about how he was going to raise rates. And that the housing, it was a subprime crisis, and it's contained. These are like teenagers that need supervision. And like any teenager, what would they tell you? What you want to hear? No, I don't need a babysitter. Oh, (laughs) defiance. Yes. Oh, no, no, it'll be fine this time. Trust me. Why won't you trust me? Yellen testified in front of the House Finance Service Committee. She talked up the economy's improvement. Now, as I've been telling everyone, you know the economy's been declining for two years, and in in X-27, this is going to be the third year? It declined from 2014. It declined in 2015. And then from 2015 to 2016, it declined again. But yet she's talking about this improvement. I wish I could sit on the committee. You know what they probably, uh, excuse me, uh, your time is up, sir. Sir, your time is up. The gentleman from Arizona, your time is up. They, they, they probably wouldn't even let me get to the mic. Including substantially lower jobless rates. She's been touting this, like, look, first of all, the Federal Reserve doesn't employ anybody. Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, people work there, but you know what I'm saying. It's not like they're the ones hiring any of these people. So how can you say that you did it? I did it. 
Right? I hired Homer. I hired Arlene. I've got Ramon and Cody. I've done it. Let me tell you right now. Well, I guess she can get credit for that because because of her, I'm doing okay. Acknowledged, however, that the growth overall has been quite disappointing. But she said that's not her fault. Hey, I get the credit for the good stuff. All of the bad stuff, that's not my fault. They said Republican lawmakers, again, I I, I would hope it's both sides because this economy is awful. Peppered yelling with questions about the economy's lackluster growth since the recession ended. Matter of fact, this is the worst, the worst growth ever. I'm going to tell you why it really isn't even growth. That's coming up next. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back right after the break. The remainder of U.S. $20 gold pieces. Now, we had a little over 100 before we started. Uh, probably, and, and I was just talking to Arlene during the break. There's about 84 left. Right now, this very second, they're $55 over spot. They're $1,295. Uh, we're at a just really this unprecedented historic time you know that I, I don't know if we'll see it ever again I kind of don't think we will but who knows we, we, we're seeing it right now where these premiums are at all time lows whether you're buying 1, 10, 20 uh, pick them up US $20 gold pieces Okay, these are the old ones, 1866 to 1907, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. Right now, $55 over something, $1,295 at 800 951 Still got a couple of phone lines open, so take the time. Make sure you put some away. So Janet Yellen's testifying in front of Congress. And they're asking her, you know what? It was actually some decent question. Explain to us all these unconventional policies you undertook. You actually had written way back when not to do these things. And yet here you are, and you've done all of them. Bringing short-term interest rates to zero? Did you forget that you guys said it was Alan Greenspan bringing the Fed funds rate to 1% and leaving them for an entire year as the reason for the housing bubble? Of course, that wasn't the reason. The reason for the housing bubble is all the bank standards, right? They they just lent money to anybody because housing always goes up. 
Then they asked her, what about all the asset purchases you made? The four and a half trillion dollars that's on your balance sheet. And if these were such great ideas that you're sitting here taking all the credit for, then why isn't the economy doing better? Why is it, in your words, that growth has been, quote-unquote, quite disappointing, Chairwoman? Right? you got to think about it. That's kind of a logical question. It's a fair question. Right? Hey, you said that you guys should never do these things. And, oh, by the way, right, you don't want any supervision. And here you are doing all of these things that you said would cause mass chaos. And say, look at all the good that I've done. Then why is the economy doing so poorly? Yellen defended those policies. Of course she did. Like any good teenager. She said, and I'm quoting again, that because of these policies, see, not because of Americans, not because of small business guys like me, no, because of her, it enabled us to add 16 million jobs to the U.S. economy and bring the unemployment rate down to 4.8%. That was us. We did that. And you know what? Part of it really is her. The 4.8%, they did that not not by doing a great job, right? Not by blowing up their balance sheet, not by bringing rates to zero, by just simply changing the way they count. All the people, see, if you go back to when uh, Alan Greenspan first became chairman of the Federal Reserve, If you were unemployed and you wanted a job, they counted you, okay? If you were working part-time, but you really wanted a full-time job, they counted you. Today, If you got a job babysitting the neighbor's kid for one night, you had a job, we don't count you. If you're unemployed and want a job, but have run out of benefits from unemployment, we don't count you any longer. You simply don't count. If you want to compare apples to apples, All of your great policies got us a real unemployment rate of 9.4%, but you want to call it 4.8. The 16 million jobs you allegedly created, two-thirds of those, two-thirds, are from what they call the birth-death model. You know when that came about, by the way? The late 90s. 
Those are all the jobs that they allegedly say are out there because their economic models said they must be, but they can't prove them. And not to mention all of these are part-time jobs anyway. Picture Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Seventy-four remaining U.S. $20 Liberty gold pieces at $1,295. Quick look here. Uh, the Dow, the S&P, the negative, they're all lower, but not a lot. Dow's down 10, S&P's down 5, NASDAQ's down 12. Uh, right now, gold's up 8 at 12.40. Uh, silver is up uh, 12 cents at 18.08. As we were talking about Janet Yellen's testimony in front of Congress over the last several days. And you think about they took these, and by their own admission, historic, unheard of steps. And we've got a growth rate that they say is 2%. But again, only because they changed the way they calculate growth. So let's 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 really understand what's happened. Okay? They went on this huge debt binge in the eighties and continued it into the nineties. I mean we're still in it. At first it created a lot of real growth. When that real growth started to diminish the academics at the Federal Reserve said, you know what, that can't be right. Something must be wrong. I know we need to adjust how we really calculate the numbers because the way we calculated it wasn't right. That was the problem. It wasn't right. Of course, a logical person would, would say, what? Well, after a while, you know, when you first go into a lot of debt, it feels pretty good. Hey, I bought a house, I bought a car, I bought a boat, I got a swimming pool. God, that feels good. Right? And then all of a sudden, every month, you're writing the check, month after month after month. And it doesn't feel nearly as good anymore. You hardly take the boat out. The kids never use the pool. <laughs> right? Work was slow. All of a sudden, it's not feeling as good anymore. And they said, that couldn't be, because our economic models, that doesn't matter. Debt doesn't matter in their economic models. And so they changed them again. So they changed them in the 80s, and they changed them again in the 90s. They changed them again right before the turn of the millennium. Right? They, how about an inflation? Yeah, when it's, we'll substitute. You know what? You used to own a Cadillac. Cadillacs are too expensive for you, but you know what? You'll buy a Fiat instead, and we'll call that no inflation. That's what they've done. Ah, you just lowered your standard of living, but that's not inflationary. And so they've changed all of these models and they can't understand for the life. It just doesn't. You know what? They refuse to see it. 
Why? Because it's their economic model. They don't want to admit that it's not really true. But you know what? Eventually, the truth always comes out. And before it does, put away some gold. U.S. $20 liberties, $1295, One more day tomorrow, and then we're off for a three-day weekend.